Six minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
قول رو یه باباره خسانی آوریم همهالا خاگوی ایلوی سیمی کل رو یه باباره خسانی آوریم زیکوری با همشمی زیکوری با همشمی Shame of voice I have rehoboed on the
JM in the AM. <laughs> Caught me with a little breakfast there. JM and AM, Tuesday morning on this March 31st, day 11 in the month of Nissan, and that is brand new music from uh, Yerachmiel Begun, the Miami Boys Choir. Actually, the title track to their brand new one, it's called Ut Ut. Achenu, the classic from uh, A.B. Rottenberg and Company on Leiva Nefesh, the Maccabees had uh, that beautiful medley that started with the Eshtikva uh, featuring Benny Friedman. Benny had Hamalach off the CD with All My Soul. Miami brand new with Bisimcha Raba. And you heard Regesh Modani opening things up as usual for us on a Tuesday here at JM in the AM. Not a regular Tuesday. Today is Pesach Products Tuesday. Should I give all the methods of communication how people could ask questions today? We will open up the phone line. Uh, that will do. And then in addition to that, we have uh, a variety of email addresses and um, social media communiques, if that's such a word, communicative options that one can use. JewishRadio at AOL.com, Nachum at WFMU.org, Nachum at NachumSiegel.com. On Facebook, I guess you can message me. I don't know which ones of these I'll see during the show and which I won't, but... Certainly feel free to give it a shot. Um, on Twitter at NachumSiegelNet. And then, of course, one of the most direct ways, doesn't even require you to uh, remember an email address, just go to the NSN app, put it in the comments section, and we'll try to get to it as well. So we'll try to check everything during the show. We'll start about an hour from now with our panel on Pesach products and your questions regarding the upcoming holiday. Believe it or not, it begins Friday night. Don't mean to alarm anybody, but it begins Friday night. Could you imagine? Um, wishing everybody a happy, healthy, and kosher Pesach, as we say. And if you're heading out of town, a lot of people leaving today. Yeah, I was shocked to hear how many people were going out of town already today. So if you're leaving, make sure you schlep along the NSN app. Won't add any weight to your luggage, that I promise you. And you'll be able to listen to everything while you're gone, including all of our great Cholomoid programming, which will be going on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week. All right, so keep that in mind. Just checking if, um, oh, there we go. Yeah, so if you want to, I guess if you want to message me on Facebook, you could. It's probably the worst of all, of all the methods I just mentioned, it's probably the worst one in terms of getting our attention here in the studio. But, hey, 40 degrees, 66% humidity winds, 40 degrees. Is it almost Pesach yet? Shouldn't it be warmer than this? Afternoon rain with a high of 48. Then tonight, rain early, a low temperature of 34. Mostly sunny for tomorrow. You may want to wait till tomorrow to clean the car. You'll have good weather to do it. Mostly sunny with a high temperature of 51. One thing I saw last night which caught my eye, Monday Cholamoid, which is a big day, you know, six flags, everything else. 
Monday, Cholamoid, we're expecting good weather, like uh, sunny and 60. And that's good weather for what we've been having over the last few months. Yerushalayim's at 61. We're at 40. Good morning on a Tuesday. Pesach Products Tuesday at JM and the AM. We'll introduce the panel to you about an hour from now and get started with your questions. Thank you for tuning in. This is 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmandtheam.org.
J.M. in the A.M. Little Chad Gadya before that, but Tasty Stroyal, both rather from the uh, Singable Seder. J.M. in the A.M. on this Pesach Products Day. Oh, yes. You could feel the tension building in the studio as the subject of Pesach Products is going to be explored about a half hour from now. And it may take a while, may take all the way until 9 o'clock to get to at least 10% of the questions. If you're not familiar with uh, today, today is the day that we go ahead every single year and open up the phone lines and the email addresses and the app comments to your questions about Pesach. Our full panel will be here, and we are uh, getting ready, getting ready for some uh, serious Pesach action. 40 degrees, afternoon rain, a high temperature of 48, rain to early tonight with a low of 34, mostly sunny tomorrow with a high 51 degrees. Yushalayim is at 61. We're at 40 here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM and the AM. It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. You can comment on anything going on by using the NSN, Nahum Siegel Network app. There's a comment section on the home screen. You'll see it says there, add a comment. News in the background, or I should say Gali Tzal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up here at JM in the AM. You hear this? I love it. I said this last week. One of the best things about being in Israel during the days before Pesach or any holiday, but uh, it's rare that you're, you know, usually you're where you need to be for Pesach, the days before Pesach. Uh, one of the best things are the radio and TV ads, all suggesting things you could eat on Pesach, places you can go to on Pesach, entertaining stuff on Pesach. Really cool. A lot of announcements, a lot of flyers, a lot of uh, newspaper ads, a lot of radio and TV stuff, all about the upcoming holiday. Very, very cool. Galitzal in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. Newscast for a Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM and the AM. ליצאל השעה שתיים, כנראה נבנאי עם מה שקורה עכשיו. השבעת הכנסת העשרים, יושב ראש יש עתיד יאיר לפיד, אומר שיניח כבר היום על שולחן הכנסת הצעת חוק למיגוע שחיתות בקרב נבחרי הציבור. על פי היוזמה, אדם שיורשע בעבירה שיש עם הקלון, לא יוכל לכהן כשר, חבר כנסת או ראש עיר. כתבנו יותם ברגר שמע את לפיד לפני זמן קצר בישיבת הסיעה הראשונה של יש עתיד בכנסת הזו. זה לא חוק נגד אריה דרעי, הוא תקף גם לאהוד אולמרט, הוא תקף גם להירסון, הוא תקף גם לקצב או לכל איש ציבור אחר שסטה מדרך הישר. אנחנו צריכים להחזיר את אמון הציבור במערכת הפוליטית ואנחנו צריכים לנקות את המערכת הפוליטית מהשחיתות והחוק הזה הוא הצעד הראשון בדרך. לחברו לעשייה של לפיד, חיים ילין, הגיע לישיבת הפתיחה במשכן כשבידיו רקטת קסאם שנפלה בעבר במועצה האזורית אשכול. בגל"צ נעביר את טקס השבעת הכנסת במשדר מיוחד עם ירון וילנסקי שיחל בחמש דקות. 
נגידת בנק ישראל קרנית פלוג אומרת שלא יהיה מנוס מהעלאת מיסים בשני מיליארד שקלים. כתבנו אלדר גילרן מביא מדבריה לפני זמן קצר במסיבת עיתונאים שבה הציגה את הדוח השנתי של הבנק. המשימה של התקציב הבא היא מאוד מאוד מאתגרת. אני חושבת שהממשלה תצטרך להמשיך ולהפחית את החוב כדי לבסס את העמידות של המשק ולהקטין את נטל תשלומי הריבית. סוכנות הידיעות AP מדווחת שהמעצמות ואיראן לא הצליחו להגיע להסכם בעניין תוכנית הגרעין. גורמים המקורבים למשא ומתן אמרו לסוכנות שהצדדים יפרסמו היום ככל הנראה מסמך הבנות חלקי ויסכימו להאריך את השיחות עד לחודש יוני. בטורקיה נמשכות הפסקות החשמל, עדיין לא ברור אם מדובר בתקלה או בפעולה מכוונת. כתבנו עומר קדרון. הפסקות חשמל נרחבות משתקות אזורים רבים ברחבי טורקיה, כולל את רוב תשתיות החשמל באנקרה ובאיסטנבול. מערכות הרכבת התחתית בשתי הערים הללו הופסקו גם כן. שר האנרגיה הטורקי לא פסל את האפשרות שמדובר במתקפה נגד ארצו ואמר, נכון לרגע זה אנחנו לא יכולים לקבוע אם מדובר בתקלה טכנית או במתקפת סייבר מכוונת נגדנו. שלושה ימים לפני ליל הסדר, כ-800 קילוגרם של בשר מקולקל נתפסו במחסן בחולון. כתבתנו שרון פולבר. הבשר פג התוקף שאינו ראוי למאכל אדם נתפס במחסן המשמש את איטליז ענק הבשר בעיר. המשטרה וצוות של הפיקוח העירוני החרימו אותו ועיכבו לחקירה שני תושבי אור יהודה בשנות ה-30 לחייהם. הנושא הועבר להמשך טיפול של משרד הבריאות. שוב מקרה של תקיפת צוות רפואי, הפעם בבית החולים אסף הרופא, כתבתנו יערה שפירא. אך בבית החולים הותקף הלילה על ידי בני משפחה של אחד המטופלים, בגלל שלטענתם לא הביא מספיק מהר תרופה נגד כאבים. האח הועבר לקבלת טיפול רפואי והגיש תלונה במשטרה. כעת מודיע ועד האחיות בבית החולים על כינוס אספת מחאה מחר בבוקר, בקריאה לממשלה שתיכנס לתפקידה לפעול למיגור האלימות נגד צוותים רפואיים. התחזית בלילה צפוי גשם מהצפון ועד לצפון הנגב מלווה בסופות רעמים יחידות. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
Synonymous with uh, Pesach for the last uh, few years. That's Yaakov Shweki and company, of course. Jonathan Razel, the Hisha Amda. Halachma from the uh, Singable Seder. We've uh, dominated our Pesach music, or I should say that CD has dominated our Pesach music this morning. Tuesday, JM the AM, final day of March. It's the 11th of Nisan, Pesach fast approaching. The uh, big holiday is Friday night, believe it or not. We'll talk about Cholomoid events coming up this week, but first today we're going to do our Pesach products program. You have a specific medication you want to ask about? You have a specific type of wine or question about kosher wine to ask about? You have a question about Pesach and koshering stuff? And if a specific product is uh, available and or kosher Pesach? 
We'll have the answers for you. All coming up with our panel about 7.30 this morning here at JM and the AM. All the email addresses are open. You can use any of them to be in touch with us. You can comment on our app and use the app to uh, post your questions, the NSN app. And uh, what are the... Oh, and we have a phone. Yeah, the old-fashioned phone. We'll be taking your phone calls. You'll be able to call in and uh, and ask away, as we say. 40 degrees, afternoon rain, a high temperature of 48. Tonight rain early with a low of 34. And tomorrow mostly sunny, a high 51. 61 in Yerushalayim, 40 right now in uh, Jersey City as we continue at uh, JM and the AM. This comes from Lenny Solomon in Schlockrock. In slavery. What's on the Seder plate? Check it out and celebrate. I see the horror set. It reminds me of the bricks we built before we were free.
J.M. in the A.M. Shira Hadasha Boys Choir. That's uh, Vihisha Amda from their Am Yisrael collection. Simcha Liner before that with Ana Hashem. You heard Schlock Rock. And what's on the Seder plate? That's a good quiz question for our panel this morning. I'll press Jay Bookspam against the wall with that one. What's on the Seder plate? And Yaakov Shweki before that here at J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday morning, afternoon rain, a high temperature of 48. Our panel is gathering... We hopefully will have a full panel soon here at the JM and the AM headquarters. First, we'll go drop early to Rabbi David Goldwasser. His words are Chanishma Sarav Zebn of Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We're going to be continuing with our series on Pesach. 
We begin the Pesach Seder with Kadesh, and then we proceed to Orochatz. Our sages ask, why do we first sanctify ourselves with Kadesh, and then only afterwards purify ourselves with the washing? The usual order of this process is like it says in Tehillim, Sur Turn away from evil and do good, suggesting that we should first purify ourselves, and then we can do good and achieve holiness. In fact, Chazal compared those who try to achieve holiness without purity to one who immerses with an impure creature in hand. Hatovel v'sheretz biyadai. People like this cannot become pure, no matter how often they immerse themselves, because the source of their impurity is not being released. They must first get rid of the evil, and only then can they pursue their quest for good. The great Goin Harav Ramosha Feinstein says that unfortunately, many people who perform mitzvahs also transgress and do averis. It's much easier for these people to engage in the pursuit of holiness than to attempt to get rid of the evil in order to purify themselves. Therefore, we first engage them in Kadesh, after they become involved in holiness, in mitzvahs, they are more inclined to be ready for orchats, purification. We are currently in the midst of an era of spiritual growth. Torah is flourishing. Yeshivas are full. Many lost Jews are returning to the ways of their ancestors. At the same time, we are faced with the challenge of young boys and girls who have strayed. Getting them to return to Yiddishkeit is a task that must be approached with sensitivity, understanding, and great siyata dishmaya. This undertaking is often more successful by first encouraging these young people to engage in some active mitzvahs before they have even washed themselves of the averis with which they are involved. Once, the great Rosh Hashiva of Simcha Vasaman saw that there was a family that was living in Santa Barbara, California, in those days, there was no Yiddishkeit to speak of, no shul to go to, no yeshiva for the children. Rav Simcha was interested in being makar of this mishpocha and bringing them close to Hashem. He suggested that they keep a small pushka, a charity box, and every once in a while to put a coin in that charity box. The family agreed and understood that this may be one of the only mitzvahs that they were mekayim, that they could fulfill. This continued for months. The Rosh Hashiva, or one of the representatives of the yeshiva, would visit every so often. They would talk with the family. They would forge a relationship, and they would empty the contents of the pushka, so that it could be filled once more. From that one mitzvah of giving stoka into the pushka, the entire family became from. Today, they are from the outstanding leaders in Eretz Yisrael, all from doing one mitzvah. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. and the A.M., thank you very much, Rabbi Goldwasser. Our panel is gathering. The majority of our panel is here. We'll open up our phone lines in a moment. We have about 300 working email addresses. You could use any of them. We do have, a, by the way, guests. We have enough headphones for everybody. I just don't know the, uh, you know, exact configuration of where the audio source is coming from. So beware. <laughs> I'm cracking myself up to start the Pesach Products program. 
Rabbi Schoenfeld is here. Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld continues to serve as the spiritual leader of the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills, where back in uh, November, was it? Yep. He invited me to be the guest speaker. He has never been so inspired, he told me, <laughs> with all the inspirational speeches that he has given and that he has heard in his life. He has never been so inspired. That's what I told you, and that's why I'm back here again. How's that, Jay? A little higher. That's too low? Yeah, I don't hear anything now. How's that, Jay? Don't hear anything. You serious? Yeah. Maybe it's not plugged in? Now I hear it. You got it? Yeah. Is that good? You know, it's all about if Jay's comfortable, Rabbi Schoenfeld. I know, I know. Got to make it's like that in your home as well. Yeah, it's when, when Jay shows up. Jay shows up. The most important thing is his comfort. The main That's thing right. is I doesn't I, take uh, much. The Birnbaums sit here quietly. <laughs> They're waiting for instructions. Jay's taking over the whole place. That's basically how it works. That's, so. the, difference, that's the difference between wine and drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, Larry. Rabbi Schoenfeld, I can't, I can't yeah. do it at home. So ah, so you wait till you get to the studio. <laughs> Rabbi Schoenfeld, welcome back. Do you know you're sitting next to somebody who was uh, just uh, written about in the uh, national, international, actually, uh, 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 well-known publication, the Wall Street Journal. That would be Jay Booksbaum who's sitting next to a uh, an interview, a conversation, an article with the world's number one kosher wine sommelier. Must have made you feel very good knowing that a close relative like Jay was uh, noted and cited by such a prominent news magazine, or newspaper, rather. Yeah, and a beautiful picture to boot. Huh? How do you like that, Jay? One day we'll get him into the Queen's Jewish Link as well. <laughs> that's because that's cause I look like my sister. <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> no argument for Rabbi Schoenfeld. You, <laughs> you better not. <laughs> oh, that sister. For those, of, for, those, for those of you who are wondering, Rabbi Schoenfeld is married to Jay's sister. Yeah. yeah, well, Jay had to get in there somehow, so now you know how he snuck into the Pesach show. He's related to Rabbi Schoenfeld. Just kidding. Anyway, uh, so we uh, welcome Rabbi Schoenfeld. He's here. Can I say something? You could say more than one thing. Well, you know, this program is like two days before Pesach right. at the brink. And I was thinking, uh, maybe we can do something very novel. Next 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 year, let's go after Pesach. So after we'll have the Chamas Sheavalav a Pesach show. You'll be the only one to have. It'll be, you'll have the the lock on it. Right. I found a Snickers bar at my house. May I eat it? Right. That's, exactly. right. That, that's how it would work. Who has a show like that? How no. did you eat Snickers? It's not Chol of <laughs> Oh, by the way, you know that I'm your kosher candy expert. You know that. I, who's the kosher candy expert in your opinion, Rachel? Myself, right? Yeah, absolutely. I am, I am the kosher candy expert. I am now willing to make a drastic statement on the air because you know I have a uh, I have a certain uh, um, list of favorite chocolate and candy bars out there. You know that, of course. I may have found the best kosher candy bar that leaps to the number one position on my list. And it's an OU product. How do you like that? Oh. You know what it's called? No. Snickers Extreme. Check it out. Snickers it's Extreme. called Snickers Extreme. Not Kosher La uh-huh. I don't want to give out any misinformation here. Probably only Kithias. Probably worth converting to be a smarty for that. <laughs> only kidneys. If it was only kidneys, I may actually uh, consider eating, only kid- uh, eating kidneys on Pesach. But yes, uh, check it out. Uh, ask your friends over there at the uh, OU offices how proud they are to have the OUD slapped on the Snickers Extreme. In addition to Rabbi Schoenfeld, of course, he is the number one kosher wine sommelier on planet Earth. In fact, there may be other planets as well who would designate him as the number one kosher wine sommelier. That's the one and only Jay 
Bookspell. There you go. And Jay Bookspell is here to answer your questions about kosher wine. In addition to that, you know who Larry and Ronnie Birnbaum are. They are the experts when it comes to medications. What drugs and the pharmaceutical items may you and may you not utilize on the holiday of Passover? Ronnie and Larry, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Nachum. Thank you very much for having us back. I appreciate that. Can you settle a uh, discussion that uh, occurred here before you walked in on Schoenfeld? This was a conversation between our representatives of J Drugs and our representatives of J Booksbaum. And they had the following conversation. You have a thing of Metamucil, which I'm told is some type of powdery uh, thing that you toss in water. You know, you meet old guys like Jay, you find out about this stuff. <laughs> and uh, they and Jay asks Larry and Ronnie, do you, is it kosher or Pesach? And they say, yeah, you can use it on Pesach. They say, not the wafers and stuff, but you could use the powder, all that. Right. Jay says, or asks rather, do you have to buy a new one for Pesach? And I say to him, Rabbi Schoenfeld would say to that, come on, it's Pesach. Right? Come on, it's Pesach. Am I right? That's exactly right. It's Pesach! And of course you don't have to. There you go. Especially if you use the plastic spoon that Jake claims is in there the entire time. Right? Not a real chumet stick spoon, but a plastic spoon. Uh, But but Jay, come on, it's Pesach. Rabbi? That's absolutely right. It's Pesach, that's it. That's absolutely right. I knew I could depend on you for that answer. Uh, As a matter of fact, I can go home, Nachum. You're doing doing a great job. It's over? That's that's the whole show? What do we do about the fish and the turtles and the birds and the reptiles? Everything we have to feed over Pesach. Did you do the fish tank? I did not. I actually did not. Wait a second, it's now Tuesday. You have me in a frenzy thinking about your schedule for this week. When will you be cleaning the fish tank? Which day will it be? I've narrowed it down to Thursday. It'll be Thursday. It'll be Thursday. Now, what happens if, I don't know, uh, something happens and there's an emergency Thursday and it, it delays your cleaning of the fish tank? You can't do it Friday, right? You can't clean the fish tank after 11-whatever on Friday, right? So what do you do? What kind of quandary will this be that, for you? That, that will be a quandary. I'm not prepared for such emergencies, <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. But let's put it I this way. I don't have a plan B. If something does interrupt your fish cleaning on Thursday, you'll likely just stay up all night Thursday night. Oh, there's no question about you it. You will not go to, let's put it this way. You will not go to sleep Thursday night without having cleaned that fish tank. Yes, because I have uh, Jay's wonderful sister, who I'm privileged to be married to, who will not let me near her when I'm cleaning the tank. It has she has to be out of sight. So uh, it'll ha- it can't be Friday when she's up busy. I would, su- I would suggest you let her know that Thursday's the day then. Oh, she's yeah. got to stay clear of the facilities because that's, right. that's it. You're gonna you're gonna be taking over the living. room. I usually do leave my mark like water all over the living room. <laughs> Is that a necessity to clean a fish tank? It's not a necessity. It just happens. <laughs> All right, so that's the plan. Those of you who are concerned about Ray Schoenfeld and the fish tank, and you do have to clean a fish tank. Absolutely. Standard fish food is hummus. You read the ingredients. It's it's got uh, all kind of wheat product in there, so you do have to you have to feed them as you know free dried freeze dried worms. No, I, come on. I thought you tossed in some matzo meal. Oh, it, it would be gabrach. Not, not in a, uh, it, it in a be, house that comes from Gerach Sidem. It would be, it would be gabrach. <laughs> That's right. right. That's right. What a weirdo. <laughs> anyway. All right, let's start with some uh, of our questions. We have a phone number. You could ask our panel anything you wish at 201-209-9368. 201-209-9368. I don't know why I don't just start with the uh, emails and app comments that we've gotten since the since the list, since the uh, e- email boxes and app comment uh, list is uh, as long as anything, can you use dental floss on Pesach? 
Yeah, you can use dental floss. I, uh, d- as a rule, you can use dental floss. Maybe the beer miners want to chime in on this, but yes. I agree. <laughs> new one, right? <laughs> you got to use a new one. Come on, it's Pesach. <laughs> That's what I said. Is there a specific way of being able to look at a list of ingredients and by knowing what is not allowed, the average person can tell if it's kosher or Pesach? That's a very good question. It's a valid question, but the answer to that is no, because you can have, uh, it could say flavoring in there, or it could even not say flavoring in there, and there could be flavorings there that have an alcohol base. I'm just using an example. So um, there could be, or, or it could be made on a line. It looks totally innocuous to you, but it could be made. You take a classic, is uh, frozen vegetables. What's in a frozen vegetable? We now know over recent times that uh, fro- many uh, companies produce frozen vegetables over the same lines that they produce pasta items, frozen pasta items. So it could look innocuous to, the, to just reading the panel, that, but then uh, you could have trouble. However, in a case where somebody is sick or ever other extenuating circumstances, you really should discuss that with your local Rav. Uh, this listener adds on her comment, I feel like most of the products in our home never show up on the Koshala Pesach list because they tend to be obscure and less common. I mean, that's the reason why she wants to be able to investigate herself, but you're saying it's still not a good thing to do. It's not. 201-209-9368, you're on the air with our panel. Good morning. Good morning. Are Solgar vitamins permissible? Uh, Solgar vitamins are Um they, they don't have any... They, uh, they should be... Uh, Kept aside if you can do without it. For the, right. If the doctor the says you need them, then keep if them separate. If the doctor says you need it, it's right. a medical reason, then Rabbi Schoenfeld would take over and say that. Oh. Which, is, which is correct. I, I get vitamin questions all the time, and I tell people, look, if you're just doing it because you like to take a regimen of vitamins, you, you feel it's going to make your skin glow, and, and, it, and it has a shile over Pesach, stay away from it. But if there's a medical reason, your doctor put you on this uh, regimen, and it's not a chewable, you're swallowing it whole, then the shilas are minimal. If you're swallowing, if you're chewing it, then you really must find out uh, if it's acceptable for Pesach or not. By the way, Jay, uh, Rabbi Schoenfeld just pointed out to me off the air that your skin is glowing. How do you like that? <laughs> is yes, that, if I may, just to... Uh, yes, Jay, go ahead. Is that only Solgar, for example, vitamin D? 3,000 milligrams, is that... Uh, oh, someone asked me about this, the vitamin um, D. Again, it's... Uh, it, it's all kidneyous, It's right? all kidneyous, and uh, you really Based can't. on necessity. Based on necessity, if the doctor says. And we have some kosher Pesach vitamins, uh, their line, and... Um, Do they have vitamin D? Um, they don't. The vitamin D is not on the kosher of Pesach. Right, because vitamin D is chametz, right? Isn't that the whole thing with milk? That this vitamin D could could be easily be chametz. Yeah, oh, it could be chametz more than yeah, chametz. Yeah, yeah, it's real chametz. Um, but if if and what if uh, vitamin D? If, if your doctor tells you to take it, <laughs> you're a rabbi and ask. Well, uh, yes, and I, I've been asked just that on vitamin D, and and the same answer. Uh, very often, vitamin D is taken for medical reasons, right. and uh, I tell them if you, if you're swallowing it whole, in, in for the reasons as described to these particular questioners, you can have it. If it's chewable, you you got to take it to the next level. Um, is it advisable to ask your doctor if you can put it off for a week? Definitely. Yeah, of course. Um, there's a vitamin D, which is prescription item, which lasts in the body for over a week. So if you take it before Pesach, you probably don't need it till after Pesach if you time yourself properly. Um, also, nowadays, the problem with vitamin D is that people are not getting out into the sun. Right. The body creates a vitamin D by sunlight, and it generates its own vitamin D. So in the olden days, people used to be out in the sun, no sunscreen, right. tanning salon. 
Bonds. Uh, Plus, in our tradition, there's a lot more covering up than right, among other communities. Exactly, right. and uh, you know, with this winter, right. uh, people have not been getting out. So vitamin D levels, and a lot of people are down. They've been testing for it for the past couple of years, and they've shown that the uh, the levels are quite down in in people nowadays. So th- a lot of people are taking supplements. Uh, uh, to the vitamin D. Right. Um, they should be careful not to overdo it because there is vitamin D toxicity, you know, so you shouldn't That's not That's why the week do. off is good. So, uh, but, you know, take a week off from it, you know, have a little extra cream cheese and milk. Exactly. And, After know, all, it's Pesach. <laughs> That's it. How about the Maxi Health Chewable? Uh, definitely not uh, kosher Pesach. B12. Also falls in the same category. Yeah. Got to eliminate all of them. You know, Larry, you know all the things I don't take for an entire week. This audience would be shocked to hear what I break from for an entire week. They'd be shocked to hear I'm still able to be on the air during Colomide with what I don't take for an entire week. I don't take the horse chestnut, the ginger, the slippery elm, the kyalic. What's the fifth one? I always forget. The bistrochalic? The the ginger, the zinc. And the zinc. I don't take any of them. How about the drinkable loba for memory? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I don't remember anything. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? But I'm calling to inquire about a probiotic supplement called Flora. Um, any of the probiotics good for Basil? Uh, the, no, none of the probiotics. Them, Actually, um, I think um, uh, Maxi Health had a, uh, a, a stomach, uh, had came out with three items that are kosher Pesach, that inv- uh, probiotic and a stomach uh, one. Uh, good for bowel movements and things of that nature. So, so people should uh, check that out. Yeah, I forgot. I also don't take PB8 for the entire week. Forgot that one. It's a probiotic. Got millions of probiotics in there, Larry. And how do you feel after the week? <laughs> With the matzah and no <laughs> PB8. Forget it. Uh, that's why I sound the way I do on this Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. What uh, can we do question. for you? Two quick questions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. You're li- You're live. Yeah. Shut. Shut your radio. You're live on the air. Go ahead. Okay, lactate pills um, for Spartan, if they swallow them, number one, and the other one is Miralax. Miralax and lactate for Spartan. Miralax is okay. Um, I think that the lactate is, uh, Rabbi, it's not good, right? La- not lactate, no, so the OU's policy over lactate, and has developed in the last couple of years, is really as it pertains to other medicines, that uh, since it is, if you're swallowing it whole, then uh, and you and it's a necessity for you over Pesach. Then it can be taken. Uh, some advise it to wrap it in a piece of paper, in a napkin, a little piece of paper, and swallow it that way. But it not necessarily that uh, it, it, you have to do that. Uh, and then there's whole milk lactate, which is a, like a pourable uh, lactate, and you use it as milk, and that is okay also. But that must be uh, bought from before Pesach. So whatever chametz may be in there is bottled before Pesach. Right, because chametz is bottled before Pesach, but it's not bottled on Pesach. That is correct. A halachic concept. That is correct. Um, a very prominent rabbi asks the following question. Ask Jay Booksbaum, what is the lowest level of alcohol non-mavushal wine? Three and a half percent magnums of Concord Kahl. Non-mavushal? Yeah. If you buy it in the 1.5 liter. So it has to be in that Kedem, size. Yes, under the Kedem label. All right, so be careful, because there is Concord Cal in other... 750s. In, yeah. other, in other sizes, that would be Mavushal. Correct. People prefer to use non-Mavushal for the Seder? I always forget this year to year. Rabbi Schoenfeld, people prefer to use uh, non-Mavushal? There, there is a preference to use non-Mavushal. It's not a necessity. There Go is a figure! Preference. But you have to be very careful, because many people have uh, guests right. at the Seder who may not be non-Mavushal appropriate. Right, understood. 
Uh, prescription Lansoprozole liquid. Did I pronounce that right? Uh, yes. No. Close enough. But yes, it's not a problem. You could use it on Pesach? Yeah. <laughs> Finally, we got something we could use on Pesach. Hey, Rabbi Gersten has shown up. Imagine that. Rabbi Gersten was uh, busy buying his tickets for Six Flags Great Adventure. <laughs> He'll be on that roller coaster three, four, many, many times on Monday and enjoying Benny Friedman at 5 p.m. Rabbi Gersten, good morning to you. Just pull that mic for a moment. Good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. What do you anticipate Monday? You anticipate it being a very festive day down at Six Flags? Is oh, this absolutely. A, this is an annual great. tradition for you to head down and enjoy? Me and Rabbi Schoenfeld. You, you and Rabbi Schoenfeld <laughs> are together? Waiting for that. I love it. Is this like a tandem? Like you'll be yeah. in, the same, in the same roller coaster car He, he together? gives me the support that I need. I love mm-hmm. it. And you'll be staying for the Benny Friedman concert? Oh, of course. Oh, oh Benny Friedman. That's uh, a Rumfried's son? It's uh, Rumfried's nephew. Nephew. He's yeah. very good, actually. Huh. Yeah. He, he has I, your... My daughter has his tape, and is one of the few of my daughter's tapes that I listen... Oh, tape. Look what I'm doing. CD or... <laughs> or I'm not Whatever sure what you call it these days. Call it today, yeah. That thing that plays music. Some music source. <laughs> <laughs> Some music I think they call it Spotify. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Hello. Go right ahead. Hi, I'd like to ask a question regarding um, baby Origel toothpaste. Origel toothpaste. We turn to the folks from J Drugs. Uh, that would be fine. There you go. 201-209-9368. You're on the air. Good morning. Hi. I had two different questions. Uh, one about children's liquid medicine, Motrin and Claritin. The Claritin and Motrin are both fine. All righty. The second one was Aquaphor for lips. Oh, could you use Aquaphor on Pesach? That's a good question. I think it stumped all of us. Can you use Aquaphor, which of course is the cure-all for everything, as you what know. What is that? A chapped lip the bomb? Yeah, yeah, it's, it? like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a baby cream yeah, type it's stuff. A, it's not just for chapped lips. Anything that happens in the house, you always yeah, say, go put yes, Aquaphor on Aquaphor it. lip repair. If that's what you're talking about, that's all right. It is all right? E- even I know that. Where are you reading from? What is reading? That? I know this by heart. What is that source that you're quoting? Which I'm not book reveal is, my sources? It's a green-covered book. It's either your secret weapon for today. This is how come Rabbi Gersten doesn't have a green book and he, he, do, he doesn't need it. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. It's our Pesach products program. You're on the air. Good morning. What about Sensodyne toothpaste? Yes, the Sensodyne toothpaste are all right. Great, thank you. Chakashim Samir. Rabbi Schoenfeld adds the caveat: try to buy a new tube. After all. It it's is Pesach. Pesach. 201-209-9368. You're on the air. Hi. Hi. Good morning. How you doing? You're live on the air. Go ahead. I want to know about makeup. What do we have to buy new for makeup? I know lipstick, but what else? Rabbi Schoenfeld, what about makeup? A new lipstick would be recommended. What about makeup in general? Uh, makeup, even though it is Pesach, but makeup, uh, eyeshadow, uh, assuming everything is kosher to Pesach, which really it is, uh, then uh, you're, you're okay even with the uh, used product. Hmm. Lipstick is done only because, after all, it is Pesach. Right. And uh, so you want to, because it touches your mouth, which comes in, which comes in, comes in contact with the chametz, but further than that, you don't have to have anything new. I have no idea what this is. Uh, doxycycline hyclate. Antibiotic. That's an antibiotic, and it should be all right. There you go. They know everything. Go to, do you ever go to J-Drugs? You walk in, you get the feeling they know what they're talking about. Well, I'm, I, I call them on the phone. They seem to be very good. Very way. knowledge. Thank you. Thank Hi, you. you're live on the Come air. Come by and visit. <laughs> you're live on the air. Good morning. What can you feed doves? 
A dove? A dove. Rabbi Schoenfeld, you're the botany, not botany, what's the word? You're the veterinary expert here. What do you feed a dove? Actually, we have someone in the OU, Rabbi Loiki, who is the, the bird man of the OU, who knows everything you need to know about doves, pigeons, ducks. Give me his phone number. We'll announce it on the air so people can ask him. <laughs> I, I don't know what you feed dove. I really, I don't know. You got me stumped. Try worms. Yep, uh, birds. Anything but bread. Birds I, I, eat worms? Early, the, well, the early bird does get it. Yeah, the the early, late bird won't eat it. Early bird gets the worm. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Uh, suave deodorant. Could you use that? What do you say about any deodorant? Spray, roll-on, uh, uh, what is, what's a stick? What do you, uh, what let, do you let say? Me say maybe Rabbi Gerson wants to comment, but let yeah. me tell you uh, something that I was told by Rabbi Eider Olav Shalom. Not everybody agrees to this. Rabbi Shimon Eider Olav Shalom in the name of Rav Moshe Zatzal. And um, that is, Rav Moshe felt that uh, things like deodorant, if they contain a chametz alcohol, such as ethyl alcohol, has to be kosher le Pesach. He says, because since there are people in this world of ours that may consume this alcohol, as detrimental as it will, as it will be to their health, it's still a consumable. So therefore, if any spray has ethyl alcohol, it's problematic. Most do not. You look in the can, you'll see it's isopropyl. And so all those things, uh, all those spray deodorants. Now, the stick deodorants whoa, are not whoa. a problem. Can we use any spray deodorant? <laughs> so again, I'm t- let's, let, I want to be clear. According to Rabbi Eider, in the name of Moshe, you, you do have to be careful. Most uh, disagree and say well, it's I, not I a... Would a, a just add, Go ahead. Know, okay, uh, in the OU booklet on page 102, um, it says there that the, all the deodorants are fine. And, and the reason even the spray and, and the stick, it's true what Rabbi Schoenfeld is saying, but uh, there's a distinction today in that the, not just the great uh, majority, but the overwhelming majority of ethyl alcohol today is kidneyous. It's not made from chametz. So it could be then the time when Ramosha said that it was a different. Interesting. Uh, today, yeah, the corn, you know, like. We've drifted into the kidneys. Corn ethanol is, is so plentiful. They use it today for gasoline. You know, you drive up to your gas station to. Ah, pick gasoline it. and the auto. Thank God I can drive <laughs> on Columbine. Thank God. If they Just, were to use, you know, spritz, uh, right, if they know, were to use gasoline hummets, on themselves. If they use Hummets, uh, ethanol in there, we'd all have big problems, wouldn't we? No, so, right, but, so but, yeah, mark today, us down. Yeah. I was Machmir over Rabbi Gersten. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and Jay said if we needed a cooler, we could turn to you. How do you like that? <laughs> but, but you never know. <laughs> but how about using? How about that would be a real question? How about ethanol in your gasoline? Yeah. If you, if you pull up to the tank That's and you it. fill up I'm during I'm selling Pesach. my car just in case. You're I'm selling my car for Pesach. <laughs> I can't take it. I can't take after all of my Schoenfeld. Even if it's kidney. It's Pesa. We'll all have to get Teslas. (laughs) 201-209-9368. You're on the air. Good morning. Hello, you're on the air. Listen to this question. Here we have our first controversy of the morning. You'd think with Jay here for 15 minutes, we would have spilled into controversy already. But look at this. According to this app poster... Real lemon brand lime juice. The OU book has it on the list as not needing a special symbol. The OU app says otherwise. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Explain this, Rabbi Gersten. Go by what it says in the book. Oh, he's anti-technology. He's anti-modern advancement. <laughs> no, they, they do the research before they put things into the book. And they, so what do you say about the app? Totally dismiss it, right? Don't believe anything you read on apps. I guess you could call into the OU at... <laughs> uh, That's a joke. Hey, app folks who developed the OU app, I'm just kidding. Uh, how do people get the OU booklet this year? Can you uh, download it and uh, 
And it's available on the web. Yeah, go go to the OU website. It's all there in its entirety? Yeah. You mean it's not like the old days where we had to wait for three weeks before Pesach to get it in the mail and pray you'd send enough of them? We're way past that stage at this point? If you paid for it, you do get it. But, uh, well, many shuls, by the way, if you remember, like in my own shul, Young Israel Key Gardens Hills, uh, we're members of the OU and we get it. Um, but, uh, but if you, if you, uh, yes, it's downloadable. Go to the OU you website. You literally can get it on the go. Mm-hmm. Can you use Benefiber? Yes, Benefiber's all right. I don't even know what that is. Children's toothpaste is usually fruity or bubblegummy flavored, according to listener Lisa. What do the rabbis say about that? Hold, hold on with the Benefiber. Take oh. it back. Uh-oh. No good. Ronnie pointed it out to me. Thank God Ronnie's here. That's so it. what is it? It's chametz? It's chametz, yes. Benefiber is chametz. Contains wheat. Benefiber contains wheat. Thank God we caught that one. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we still you, have Metamucil. Yes, you can still use the Metamucil on Jay Booksbound's recommendation. Um, rabbis, what do you say about children's toothpaste, which usually has exotic flavoring? Well, it's not different than any other toothpaste in that none of them are considered to be really food items. If a person wants to be extra careful and buy one that has a hashkacha, though you this year, there's two um, extra toothpastes that they are promoting. There's the Toms of Maine uh, Whole Care Peppermint and Whole Care Spe- uh, Spearmint. And those two toothpastes, the OU looked into, and they know they, they are perfectly permissible for Pesach. Uh, if a person, though, uh, wants to use any toothpaste because they don't consider it to be a food item, then... And then, just like the rest of the year, they're not concerned about the ingredients. Jay, go ahead, sir. Just uh, Rabbi Schoenfeld, uh, it's Pesach. Does that mean we have to get a new tube? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> After all, Jay, it's Pesach. Trucker Yitz has checked in. Trucker Yitz asks, what about biodiesel? The additives in biodiesel are vegetable corn and peanut oil. So he wants to know if he can use it on Pesach. Oh. <laughs> That's Trucker Yitz for you. Trucker Yitz. Uh, take, a, take a week off, Trucker Yitz. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. What mouthwash is okay, asks this poster on our app. What mouthwash Listerine is okay? Listerine scope. Now let the Larry take over the rest They're of They're all now. okay? Listerine scope. Uh, yes, most of them are all right. There you go. 201-209-9368. Pesach product panel is here. You're on the air. Hi. Hi. Is it permitted to use alcohol nasal wash? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Hi. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. I just want to know if it's uh, okay to use Nutra Supreme prenatal juice. I'm, I'm missing that. A prenatal vitamin? It's a prenatal vitamin that's cherry flavored, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a sort of it's called a cherry flavored. Yeah, it's, it's a chewable uh, prenatal vitamin. And again, if you she could do without it for the week, uh, she's better off, um, you know, taking since a week since off. Since it's over the counter, he could also go to try the um, Adwe makes a prenatal. Yeah, food. Adwe also makes a prenatal uh, vitamin that is kosher pesach uh, this year. And also, you're talking about toothpaste. A lot of people buy the Adwe toothpaste, which is available during the Pesach time, and they keep it for all year round. Uh, the tastes, uh, tastes have gotten much better, <laughs> and uh, it's a nice product. Do you sell them in all three of your locations? Absolutely. There's plenty of Adwe over there. Plenty of Adwe. We, we order enough, and uh, it usually sells out, uh, and it sells uh, Baruch Hashem all sh- year round. We should really send the complimentary tube over to Rabbi Schoenfeld, you know? Little little gift. How many years are you doing the show now, Rabbi Schoenfeld, the pre-Pesach show? How many years have you since Rabbi Grunberg? Uh, I was just al- you, you brought his name up, isn't that something? Since Rabbi Grunberg allowed you to, era. to take to take over, were you in the old building or just this building? Just this. There was just, an old building. Yeah, yeah there was an old building. Oh. Just this building. But you don't remember how many years? You don't remember the first. This time. This has got to be about the, at least the seventh year. Wow, that's it. 
Grumberg wasn't here seven years ago. Well, Are you kidding me? Well, well, I don't know if he was here 17 years ago. I was trying to reach him out to see if he was going to call in. Rabbi Grumberg, call in. It's 201-209-9368. You're on the air. Good morning. Sorry about that. You're on the air. Good morning. Hello. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, uh, Rabban. And what's the been with uh, cereal, baby cereal? Baby cereal or by Gersten? What do you think? Well, there are, there are certain cereals, uh, um, you know, certain fruit and vegetable ones which are in the booklet here. They're acceptable uh, for Pesach. Obviously, um, you know, if, you want, if, you, if you're looking for a, a rice cereal or something like that, then the OU really does not recommend them because uh, the same, they, they end up, you end up, uh, it's like a, a, a rice flake or a rice granule and you mix it with water. Those same machines that are used for the rice are used also for barley and other uh, real chametz. Um, but if the uh, just the fruit purees and the vegetable purees usually are fine, that's usually the way to go. Apple listener wants to know. Thank you. Apple listener wants to know the best affordable fancy kosher wine. What does that mean? In other words, they want it to be really high quality, but they want it to be inexpensive enough to buy enough for the seder. I guess. Jay, what's your recommendation? Um, Baron Herzog's new vintages of. Um, Paso Robles Cabernet and Chardonnay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's it called? Paso Robles Cabernet and pa- Chardonnay. Paso Robles? Paso Robles is a, is a appellation. It's a place. Okay. And uh, Chardonnay also. And also, there's some really great wines, the reserve wines from Benjamina that are just excellent and about 20 bucks. There's wine stock, seller select, reserves that are really excellent coming from Napa Valley and Sonoma County and North Coast a region in California. Uh, those are also excellent, around twenty dollars. So these are all high class, good, really high quality wines that are somewhere between fourteen and yeah. about twenty dollars. I think this listener was looking to spend about ten bucks a bottle. Of course, I recommend Malaga Light. <laughs> <laughs> what about the ten bucks a bottle, Jay? Is there any uh, anything, any hope for those of us? Those who, those are what I suggest <laughs> right there. Okay. Yes. Yeah. No. Listen. There's some great I, wines. I walked into the building this morning. There was a box sitting in front of my door. So obviously, I called the Jersey City Police whenever there's a box in front of my door. You know, I have to alert them. But after I did that, I opened up the box. That was a joke. Oh. That was a joke, by the way. <laughs> After I did that, I opened up the box. A bottle, in all seriousness, I could show it to you upstairs, a bottle of Weinstock 2013 Cab, a little thank you gift that somebody sent me. How do you like that? Very nice. Uh, Jay. Excellent bottle of wine. Jay, between me and you, what they spend on that. <laughs> <laughs> I just told everybody. <laughs> America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard. Cheapskates. <laughs> Listener sponsored. WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jnn.org. Rabbi Gersten, did you supervise the publication? of page 26 of the OU booklet because I would assume that most Yiddish mamas are at odds with you on this issue uh, about what you declared on page 26 of the first of all is this the first year that the modern kitchen and how to kosher it has been addressed in this form uh, in this is OU actually book? the second year it's the second year yes, were the Yiddish mamas the Alta Yiddish mamas going crazy last year when you published this which I'll, part are you referring to? Oh, I'm referring specifically to this Kerry coffee maker. Uh, if an Alta Yiddish mama saw a Kerry coffee maker, she would say to you, there's no way in the world you could cash this for Pesach, put it in the closet, cover it with towels, tape it up, make sure nobody sees it, and sell it with the hummets. You have the nerve on page 26 to actually recommend
pretend that a carrot coffee maker with its spout and sitting on the chumet stick a counter all year round can be kosher for Pesach? Rabbi Gersten, plead well, your case. You know, some for some people this is this is like you know uh, without this they won't they won't get through a Pesach. So they have to have the carrot. This is pikuach nefesh for some people. They can't have instant <laughs> coffee. I, I want to ask Rabbi uh, Gersten a question right here on the air. The the uh, book because I had problems with this when I was um, telling people about this in our shir and shul because you do say that you f- should perform hagala yeah uh, by using a um, run a kosher for Passover K cup in the machine I why, saw why this does rabbi. it have to, why do you have to run coffee through why can't it just be boiling plain water. Run wa- uh, water I saw that I asked the same thing Rabbi Gerson okay, go ahead I'm glad that question was brought up <laughs> 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 the well, first. In, in the K-cup, there's really two parts that you need to kosher. There's the holder, okay, which is a plastic holder which pops out of most machines, and you can take that and boil that in, the, in a pot of water on the stove. And then there's the pin that inserts into the cup. Now, if you just run hot water through the pin, it's just going to, uh, the, the, it'll go through the, like, like it goes through a, a hose, and it'll just come out. The outside of the pin will not get uh, any contact with water if you were to do that. If you were to place a cup in there, then the pin goes into the cup, it fills it up with water, and then the outside of the pin gets the water, the boiling water as well. Rabbi Schoenfeld, what am I doing? What am I doing, Rabbi Schoenfeld? What am I doing? Tell the audience. You're pointing with your finger, shaking your head. I am shaking my head. I am I am in complete disagreement with Rabbi Gerstin. <laughs> oh. the, the, the Jewish tradition tells us that these things cannot be kosher. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding, of course, folks. Relax. But in all seriousness, when I heard that a coffee urn, forget the Kerrig thing, a coffee urn with its spout and all that can be kosher for Pesach, you have to admit, 10 years ago, every Yiddish mama out there would have put it away and said, you know, we'll buy a new one for Pesach. Right. Well, the, the advantage actually of the Keurig spout over a regular conventional one is you can actually take this spout off and you can wash it thoroughly and you can boil it in a pot of water. Right. So try taking your urn and doing that. Right. But with the Keurig, it's actually a little but bit you better. Would, but you would say an urn is kosherable, right? It is kosherable, but right. it should be kosher, yes. Right. Boy, oh boy. Mm-hmm. Remember the old days? Hey, I well, wonder they what, they, what when, they do in Poland. Remember the old days when they wouldn't drink anything hot for a week? Remember those days? <laughs> I mean, come on. In Poland, they went to uh, uh, Starbucks. I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure. <laughs> anything else on 26 or 27 that uh, that struck you over at Schoenfeld? Because once we have a Bergerstein on the spot... Okay, I, I have to ask him a question that yeah. I've been asked a lot by Balabatin. Go ahead. How do you kosher... I think you do... Yes, you do address it, uh, koshering a glass stovetop and... Um, Somewhere along the line, uh, you know, I'm just quickly looking at glass stovetop. You say to put a disc over it. Um, what kind of disc? Like a metal disc, correct? Right. But the idea is that you shouldn't place the pot directly onto the uh, glass top. So put some sort of, you can cut out an aluminum foil or you can buy something thicker even. Yeah, those inserts they sell. You know. Right, but how do you actually, well, first of all, a glass disc or, or, or a yeah. mini blech may crack the glass. And uh, how do you actually, are you recommending to kosher the glass in any way? No, there's no. really no way to kosher the glass. The disc shouldn't have any effect on it. It's just like placing the pot, uh, just like the pot directly on the metal, uh, on the glass doesn't crack it. If you just co- uh, cover the burner area, it should be fine. Mm-hmm. When you're on uh, Okay, I, I just want to tell you that and I'm, and I'm here on my own. I'm not representing the OU as far as this issue is concerned, and I uh, just want to comment. But I, what I do tell people is to turn all the burners on high uh, for a good couple of minutes. And you have people, uh, you have to understand something, Robert Gerson, you tell me if you disagree, that Mitzat Hadin, in other words, the, 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 the actual 
uh, from what halacha really demands, these things really probably don't have to be kashrut. It's only because, after all, it is Pesach. Because otherwise, how do we go from uh, milchiks to fleshiks, dairy to, to meat all the time during the course of the year? The answer is because it gets burnt as it's being used. This, that is true for a, a conventional range. It's true for a glass top, too. So what I tell people to do is just, look, let those burners go, you know, nothing on it. First, clean it very well, the glass, then let it go for uh, for 10, 15 minutes on the highest setting, and then you'd be cautious. And then I guess Robert Gerstein may be correct about putting the disc on it if it doesn't harm the glass. Right. So I, I would just say that you, you are, you're absolutely correct. Um, the In fact, that... that um, you know, we have a gas stovetop, that burner that uh, is referred to in halacha as a chatzuva, and the, the halacha, Moshe Feinstein has a chuva, he talks about it, he says that that chatzuva, for year-round use, doesn't need to be kashered at all. So, therefore, milk eggs, even if technically if a person walked into a non-kosher um, kitchen, they, if, as long as it's clean, um, they don't need to cash it at all. They can place their pot right on there. Now, I don't know how many people would want to do that. They'd be a little bit nervous about it, but that's what he writes, that really it's perfectly fine. And for Pesach, it's, we call Chumra de Pesach. It's a Chumra that we require, uh, the cashering of that, of that piece. Now, when it comes to the glass top, it's a little more complicated because the glass top doesn't, um, the pot really sits, can extend beyond the area that heats up. And that's the area that becomes more questionable, whether the, you can apply the rules of Chatzuva to that area. Uh, so that's why we recommend that you use that disc to place it something, you know, well, Then you'd need that disc during the year round as well, for milkics and fleshics. Um It's a good point. There's a, okay, the, the, the truth is that the reason why, it, it's not just because it burns it up, it's because it's what we call Kleel Kleebel Rotev. That's really the main point that Ramosha makes, that when you put the dry pot on, it's not a problem. There's no, um, we say that there's no, nothing, con- as long as it's all dry, there's no connection between the pot and the food and the There's and no the liquid stove. medium. In there's between. no liquid in between. The problem is, of course, that we all know that uh, pots boil over. Right. And um, for year-round use, that's not such a problem as long as the, as long as it's an Eina Ben Yomo. It hasn't been used in 24 hours. Rabbi Gersten, go to your neutral corner. We may have a knockout here. I was going to say, where's the boxing glove? We may have a knockout. One second. Rabbi, Rabbi Schofield, any response? Or are you on the mat? I surrender. <laughs> <laughs> no mas, no mas. <laughs> Very good. Nice boxing reference. 201-209-9368, according to the OU in the New York area. You have to eat your chametz Friday before 10.28 a.m. You have to burn your chametz safely, please. I hope in Queens they're very safe about it, Rabbi Schoenfeld. Safely. We, we know, God, uh, unfortunately, from tragedies in our community, uh, what could happen at the burning of the chametz. So please, 11.43 it has to be burned. And, of course, the third most important time for Yontif, uh, both Rabbi Gershon and Rabbi Schoenfeld, should be at Six Flags by 11 a.m. on Monday. So <laughs> there you have the uh, the important times to keep in mind for this Pesach. 201-209-9368, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, user in hand cream. User in hand cream. Yes, no problem. Uh, someone wants to know how to kosher the urn. Can you do this in half a minute? How to kosher the urn or not? You talking about the Keurig? Or no, the regular no, the hot water regular urn. Regular hot water urn. But anyway, you have to clarify. You talking about the pump urn or the spigot urn? Both, aren't they? Oh, the same? Well, okay, they're, they're not the implements. same in terms of kashering. Well, um, I mean, the main area that you should kosher is the is the is the spigot part, the part that where the the liquid comes out. It right. might touch something hot against that. Um, other the, the inside of it is really you know, only water goes inside. You just you want you obviously fill it up and right. bring it to a boil. And the pump one. 
Um, Same thing? I, I don't really have a pump. I'm not so familiar with them, but I guess they're probably similar. They probably also have an area where the water comes out, and that's the area you should uh, do eroy on it. You should take some boiling water and pour it over the spout. Right. Okay, so on this, because we don't know all the details, they should consult with the local rabbi, make sure they make know sure what they're doing. Make sure that they're, um, yes, right. that they're and, urn. And by next year, we got to get a regurst in a pump uh, urn. Anybody out there know anybody who can do that? <laughs> if he needed a bottle of wine, I know to, who to ask, but I'm not sure about the. Do you have any neighbors there on Avenue J, Larry? Any hardware stores we can go to? And, uh, uh, I'm sure the buzz would be happy to ah, uh, there there you go. Hey, folks at the Buzz, Center by Gersten, one of those uh, urns, so the, you know, the pump urns. He knows for next Oldstein. year. And I, I think, Nachman, your uh, your admirers, instead of sending you wine next year, they should send you Snickers to Extreme. Hey, right? I, I agree. I better let them wait till after Pesach, please. <laughs> Talk about being cheap. <laughs> yeah. A box of them is you know, more than a bottle of wine. Yeah. Dishwasher detergent for those who kosher their dishwashers. Which brands are good? This oh. app listener wants to know. All of them, all of them. Everything's fine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless, unless, they're, unless you can drink them. As long as, as long as it's kosher. You know what? doesn't even have to be kosher. But after all, it is peso. But it, by definition, it's not ingestible. Um, it, there's no way to ingest any kind of liquid soap. So, of course, every you talk about Jewish mamas. Every Jewish mama wants to see a hashgacha. Right. On the, I, 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 I want to tell you an interesting story. If we have a minute. Yes, sir. Uh, Clorox produces a thing called Formula 409, which is a, a floor cleaner. I was, I was. Uh, that was one of the accounts I had years back in the OU, Clorox, and uh, they also produce some food items. We won't get mention that now, but they reformulated ones because they had a very large jar they were getting out. They reformulated where they were, the, they, they were, uh, they, they introduced some kind of non-kosher ingredient, and it was at, at the above the level of tolerance that we would allow, even for a non-ingestible, to have the OU placed on it. Even though, it's, uh, according to the Allah, you don't have to, but if a consumer is seeing the OU, we have to assure them there's nothing trafe in it. So, but they did, because this was a bigger bottle, the, uh, we need, they needed a greater emulsifier to keep the emulsion together. So we said, sorry, we took off the OU. About six months later, uh, this woman calling back, her name was Helen Potter. She calls me back, Rabbi, we need to get the OU back on because they saw sales drop <gasps> with the, with the, uh, this is floor cleaner and then a, a, a pot scrubber too. They saw that, uh, sales dropped so they, they redid it. Now you made me feel me. guilty, you know why? I was in a store the other day and the OU aluminum foil between me and you was double the price as the generic and I went for the generic aluminum foil without the hashkach on it. Oh man. Do I have to throw it out for a peso? It's highly recommended. <laughs> I hope you're kidding. You never know. I hope you're kidding because I, w- I won't be able to answer the authorities on this one. I'm not coming to your house, please. <laughs> Where is Rabbi Grunberg? I have to ask him about the Diet Coke controversy. You know, Diet Coke's not allowed in Israel. We have it here. It's not Neither allowed is cottonseed oil. Cottonseed oil is also not allowed yeah. in Israel, right, but we have it here. Correct. Sometimes, you know, Rabbi Grunberg comes to the United States and tries to sneak in some Diet Coke on the other side. And he brings uh, cottonseed margarine oil back. That's correct. Yeah. We're revealing all, suitcases of margarine. We're revealing all his secrets. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. You're on the air. Hi. Yes, I'm medic. Nachum's medications. Kosher uh, Pesach and mouthwash. Well, okay, medications. Got to ask about a specific one. Mouthwash. We said the new bottle and all that, right? Uh, Listerine, scope. Right. They're uh, all Adley good. makes a uh, kosher uh, mouthwash. You're on the air with our panel. Good morning. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Is Nescafe instant coffee the French roast with the brown label? Is that all right? French roast Nescafe with a brown label. Rabbi Gersten. Um, let's see. The Nescafe taster's choice, regular only. 
That's what listed in the we should uh, mention the big news this year. The big news is that Folgers uh, co- decaf coffee uh, is is acceptable for Pesach. You were the plain OU, is the correct, Rabbi Gerstein? Yes, yes. The Folgers, Folgers decaf. This is regular and decaf. That's big news for this year because otherwise decaf. Uh, is is not recommended because it could have a serious uh, chametz content. You never were able to serve decaf at the seder uh, before. No. And I think Rabbi Gerstin, that the problem is, and you'll correct me, with the, the, the decaffeination problem is that sometimes they have ethyl alcohol in the That's process. Correct. Yes, ethyl. That's yes. what we were discussing before. That's what we were discussing before. Imagine yes. that you're on the air. Good morning. Uh, uh, Which one? All right, we're going to look it up. Be patient. Stay tuned. We're going to look it up. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Yes, I'd like to know if a plaza, an electric Shabbos plaza, can be covered and used on Pesach. Hmm. The yes. one you use all year you round. You should double cover it with two layers of, of aluminum foil. It's fine. Uh, aluminum foil with hashkacha or any aluminum foil, Robert <laughs> You have to ask Rabbi Schoenfeld. <laughs> Whatever one Nachum recommends. <laughs> I was instructed by the less expensive one. Okay. What do you want? Okay. <laughs> Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Question for Jay. Jay Good morning, Jay. Good morning. Uh, Jay Drugs or Jay Book Spam? (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking for a red wine, not in the bushel, from Israel, on the $25 range. That's not overly dry. One bottle. Um... Oh, there's a whole bunch. One of the wines that you can get, it's, it's a little bit, a few dollars more than that, is um, Flam Classico. Very, very high quality. And by the way, I, I want to mention this in general. <clears throat> you know, there a lot of people buy wines just for Pesach, on Pesach, in their local stores. I would suggest this tremendous amount of sales. A lot of wines that are $30 are now 25 A lot of wines that are $25 are 20 I would suggest, since wine can last, you know, sometimes a year, certainly uh, even inexpensive Kedem wines can last for a year or about a year, uh, you should really stock up for the rest of the year. So uh, Flam Classico is one. Uh, there's a there's a Tsuba wine that is one. There is uh, from Israel. Oh, there's a whole series of wines from uh, Barkan that are that are available that are in that price range. The reserves, the um, the reserves are. There's a name. We were just in the Barkan Winery. What's the name of that line that they have? Um, Winemaker's Choice. That was it. Winemaker's, Winemaker's Choice, Choice uh, Barrel Reserve. Uh, there's a whole bunch of wines. My suggestion, I've said this on the air, I even said this with the uh, Wall Street Journal lady, if you have a good retailer in your area, ask that retailer. Make sure it's a good retailer. There's so many. I, I won't recommend one over the other. Even, Leo! Yeah, <laughs> won't recommend one over the other. I'm going to get in trouble for that, too, even though you said it. You know, but, uh, yeah. But those are some of the choices that I would have. But, you know, good retailers in your neighborhood. Where do you Where do you live? I live in Staten Island. You live in Staten Island. So oh, there's some retailers and there's Brooklyn, right. you know, come to Jersey. Good to, good to talk to you, David. Um, <laughs> giveaway. I think. By the way, Leo, Thursday night, Cholent and Kugel on West Englewood Avenue. Even right before Pesach? I don't Cholent know about uh, this week, but I'm just letting you know. Well, maybe if it's meat and Cholent, it'll be good enough. Why not? I want to thank Jay. He facilitated our visit to the Barkan Winery last week. It was a fun show, I must say. Quite an operation, to say the least. And what was the name of that really, really high end? They have one really. Oh, high there's end. one, one other that I want to mention. Yeah. 
there's a great series of wines called Appalachian yeah. from Carmel, which are really great and also in low twenties. Okay, so, so really, people should look if for not, that. Even not even less. But but Barkan has a line that Mutzi Herzog named. What is it? Altitude, right? Is it altitude? Altitude. There is a line called Altitude. Yeah. They didn't know it was Mutti yeah. Herzog's. They claim Mutti thought of the name. Okay. That's what they said. I don't know. Why? Did you think of the name? I could start a good fight here on the air. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you can check those out as well. 20 minutes after the hour, by Schoenfeld is here, by Gersten is here. The OU has a uh, an email address, web address. How do people follow up today and get information about all this, ask their questions, etc.? Kosher Q. At OU.org. Kosher Q at OU.org. Kosher Q at OU.org. Kosher Q at OU.org. Jay Booksbaum was here from uh, Royal Wine Kedem making recommendations. We will get to him in a minute regard or in a few minutes regarding people who suffer from sugar problems, who need low alcohol, etc. We'll do that segment with Jay now, coming up. And of course, I need to ask Rabbi. So now that we have a very, very excellent website created by Andrew Birnbaum for <laughs> Jay Drugs. And it's um, jdrugsrx at gmail.com. No, jdrugsrx.com is our website. And if you have any kashrut questions, if you want to email it to us, send it jdrugsrx at gmail.com. If you drop the rx, I'll get it also. So it's jdrugs at gmail.com. And the website is very good. And the Gavscon is kosher pesach. For that person who asked that before. If you have any questions, email them to Larry and Ronnie, and, and they will give you a specific answer. If, if you're not uh, sure how to uh, – if you want to just send a picture of the medicine, right? If it's an over-the-counter thing, you want to send a picture of it, they'll tell you if it's I have a question for Rabbi Gersten. Yeah, sure, Michelle. Okay. Go right ahead. I didn't because know I haven't asked this in shul. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> does water need an OUP? And the reason why – or an OU altogether. The reason why I'm, a- why I'm asking is because there's this brand of water – and then with a D. Dasani? Does, was it, was say that? Dasani. Owned by Dasani, Coca-Cola. correct, correct. That's it. And it's not in the recommended list. Not, uh, Does it have a OUP? yellow cap? If it has a yellow cap, you could use it for Pesach. Little Coca-Cola joke there, Rabbi Shonko. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Went over me. But uh, but it's not in the uh, list in the pa- Passover guide as needs no special uh, OUP. Rabbi Gersten, you're on the spot. Go right ahead, sir. I, I'm not sure that I'm not familiar with that oh. uh, Dasani uh, water. With in general, Water doesn't need any any uh, special hashgacha um, yeah, pesach. So if the dasani is one exception to the rule, I'm I'm not, I'm not aware. Mm-hmm. It's probably just an oversight. I, I, that's what I'm thinking. You know, oversight not to have listed it. Mm-hmm. Someone wants mm-hmm. to know: Doesn't uh, dishwasher <laughs> detergent need a hashgacha year round? The answer to that is really n- no, but again, really? it comes back to the housewife that we were talking about before really? that drove uh, Clorox to put the OUs back, but um, because it's not ingestible, you can't. It's not once something is not edible, um, and, and I'm not saying like poison. Something could be poison, and still edible, like like the combat uh, roach motel stuff is is edible. You're just gonna you can, die from it, but it's edible. But but uh, detergents are not edible, therefore it's. I'd like to know how extreme this rule goes. It doesn't need ashkacha. Cake mix needs ashkacha. Just had a curiosity. Depends who bakes that. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure that we still need hashkacha and stuff. I mean, water may not need hashkacha. Dishwasher detergent may not need. Aluminum foil may not need. But there's, there's complete anarchy in the cashers industry. This is crazy. <laughs> that's why that's why this show is so novel. <laughs> but cake mix, you would say, still. Would I would say, yeah. Even <laughs> if I made it, it's still somewhat edible. <laughs> Anything of note getting know you over the last uh, year? Since we last spoke, anything of note uh, now have an OU slapped on it that uh, did not have a year ago? 
Well, we but, mentioned before the, the Folgers uh, the decaf. Oh, good point. Right. A, uh, I know. Supposedly it's revolutionary. I can't imagine why, but supposedly now after the uh, after Shulchan Aruch, we can have a nice cup of coffee, us decaf people. You know how many cups of coffee I've had in my life, Rabbi Shemphal? Can you, you can count. Are you, are you a coffee man? You are a coffee man? Since the age of 20, I can count on two hands the number of cups of coffee I've had in my life. Since the age of 20. It's about the amount of uh, emails that uh, Hillary sent to Bill. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the air with our great panel. Good morning. Hello. You're on the air. Go right ahead. Safflower oil. What kind of oil? Safflower. Safflower oil. Yeah, and the, the OU does certify some safflower oil for Pesach. It's, it's the, in the same category like cottonseed oil. Thank and goodness. It's, uh, but it, should, it, should, it would have to say on it, kosher le Pesach. Although, I, I have to tell you, Rabbi Gerson, I received an email, maybe you did too, from some Hashgacha agency. Round two, go right ahead, Rabbi. Uh, stating that there are those who say that safflower oil is kosher le Pesach. It's absolutely not true. Mm. Cottonseed oil we do allow, but it's, but not safflower. They were very Let's see if the returning champ, Rabbi Gerson, has a uh, reply for that. No, the OU has been certifying safflower oil for a long time, so... Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm just saying, this, this, that, that email did make the round, so... Hang on a second. Jay, we give that round to Rabbi Schoenfeld or Rabbi Gersten? Who gets the... Uh, who wins on the card? Power to the people. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rabbi, we'll I saw an interesting product also. It was called um, pistachio oil. Oh, interesting. Did, yeah. Have you seen that, heard it? No, I, I, I saw, saw it advertised for the first time this year. I, I've seen and it, I was, too. Uh, I saw this year in the book that there, there's an avocado oil. So I, I never heard it before either. So, how expensive was it? I know it's in the OU booklet. I, I know, but if it's an outrageous price. I'm I not going to be able to buy it, Rabbi Gerson. I, I have a budget, you know, for Pesach. <laughs> I can't just spend, spend, spend. Yeah. You, you're saving on aluminum foil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We got matzahs to buy and uh, wine to buy and uh, what other products? Potatoes. How many oh. sacks of potatoes do I have to buy, Rabbi Schoenfeld? First time I'm home in five years. How many? Oh, you are home. Yeah. How many sacks of potatoes do I need? You, I'll give you my wife's number when, yeah. when we're done. What's see. your formula? How do you determine? I determine whatever she says. And, uh, <laughs> it, but it, she has crates of them. Crates How many of dozens them. of eggs do I need? How many dozen <clears> eggs? I, I think I she gets about... Um, about 40 dozen. Who, Rabbanit Schoenfeld? Rabbanit Schoenfeld. How, yeah. how many onion, the sacks of onions do I need? For a uh, for an eight day holiday, I mean, uh, well, I would say two sacks should do. That's it. Just yeah. two big things of onions. Two big things. Sad yeah. sack. Okay, mm. there you go. Combined retail price. You know, Pesach is expensive, Rabbi Schoenfeld. You know that? I, I've heard. It I, is expensive. Uh, in my family. What is a pound of matzah now? I'll find that I guess later in the week. What's a pound of hand, a hand matzah? I've heard it for as low as eleven dollars in a certain major wholesaler. Are you serious? A handmade matzah under wow. the OU. Hey, direct me over there after the show. Uh, me too. Yeah. In fact, we've got it for for that kind of a price. Holy cow! I don't know if you want it. You've got, you've got protein. Yeah. But then the average price is somewhere around. Twenty-four, twenty-five dollars a pound. I now people who need gluten-free, yeah. and I know some people that do. They tell me they p- pay over twenty dollars a matzah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Wow, I don't even know if I can continue to show after hearing that news. Mm. That's uh, that's outrageous. I almost fell off my chair a moment ago when you mm. said that. You're on the air with Ray Schoenfeld and Company. Good morning. Hi, I'd like to know about Crest Brand mouthwash. What do we got? Crest Brand mouthwash. Anybody want to respond? We have five panelists here. Have we stumped them all? Does nobody have a response to the Crest mouthwash? Uh, Crest is actually not listed in Rabbi uh, Bess's book, but uh, you're safer with scope, safer with listerine, because that is mentioned in the book. You're on the air. Good morning. 
Which face cream? Any. Any face. Oh, any face cream. Face creams. Anybody? Use it. Enjoy it. Yeah, strictly speaking, they're not food items. There you go. Not a, not Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Yes, good morning. I'd like to know how do you capture a microwave? Microwave for Pesach or by Gersten. Is it in the book? Is it on page 26? Uh, it is. See. Yeah, there is a discussion over there about capturing uh, microwaves. Um, I don't remember my grandmother ever capturing a microwave, just saying. Right, so some people won't capture. It, it depends really whether a person will capture plastic for Pesach. Uh, microwaves are all, you know, have uh, plastic. Um, if a person does capture plastic, then the, uh, the main thing is there's a glass turntable in there that should be double covered. You can use like a saran wrap or something and just keep going around. Um, make sure it has, you know, at least two layers over it. Um, then you boil up a, a cup of water. Uh, first of all, it should be cleaned. It shouldn't be used for 24 hours. And then you boil up a cup of water for like 10 minutes in there. Produce a lot of steam, a lot of heat. Heats up all over. Some will do it twice. They'll move the cup to another area. And then they'll do it again. Um, the Cardboard or contact paper should be yeah, taped the, over the glass window. Right bed? now, the door of the there's a glass door to microwaves as well, and that should also you should put something over that as well because we don't cast your glass for Pesach. Interesting. Interesting. Did you get it when I said my grandmother never cashed a microwave? Of course. You didn't have one. Thank you, Jay. You're welcome. On Bedford Avenue in the old days, we had no microwave ovens. Exactly. What did they have, Jay? What was the most advanced technological aspect of your parents' and grandparents' kitchen on Bedford Avenue in Williamsburg? A metal stove insert. That was like the hottest, newest. We had one. This big box that you fit into the oven. We had one. I remember that. When that insert went in, you knew there was great matzo milk cake coming out. <laughs> not in my house. No, no, obviously not, not. Not in the Gary with your, has, with your Hasidic background, there would be no matzo milk That's cake. right. Except for the eighth day of Yom like Cutting now, edge. By the way, yes. the, for the person who asked about the crest, yeah. the crests are all good except for the whitening ones. Crest. So you should avoid the whitening rinses, but the other ones are good. Crest mm-hmm. non-whitening is okay. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. I'm sorry about that. Say it again. You're on the air. Nexium. 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 Not a problem. Hello, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. This is a cream coke Cyclopyrex alumni. Alumni? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be all right. That shouldn't be a problem. Also not a problem. Does polio cheese need a an OUP? I didn't know that a polio cheese was OU. I asked that a minute ago so. about did, something revolutionary. Did. Nobody That's said anything about polio cheese. Polio is the new item. Well, right. what, 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 one second, one second. How many varieties of polio cheese are kosher? Primarily the string cheese and some of the, I think, uh, ricotta? ricotta cheese. Yeah. What? Are you serious? Ricotta's been for years. Is that a reliable hashgacha, Rabbi? Yeah, but the string cheese, that's, that's reliable. The, the OU? That, yeah, that polio is really kosher. Your grandmother may not have used it. <laughs> My grandmother would never have used polio cheese. I'm sorry. <laughs> it should not be used for Pesach. The, uh, At all. Well, it should be used year round, but not for Pesach. Right. Yeah. Rabbi Gersten insists that you buy it 51 weeks out of the year, as much as you can. That's not your account, Rabbi Gersten, is it? <laughs> Who's in charge of the polio account? I want to give him props for the work being that the, the work that was done to get an OU onto that polio cheese. Who would be in charge of that account, you know? Hey, that's a good question. You want to guess? Rabbi, my guess is Rabbi Gortimer, because he's in charge of a lot of the dairy, but there, think, we I have polio is made by Kraft. So therefore, it's who has the craft account? It's Rabbi Pretzky. Rabbi oh, Pretzky has the craft okay. account. Hey, Rabbi Pretzky, shout out to you at our next wine and cheese party. We're going to be we're going to be thinking of you for the amazing work you did with Palio cheese. But please, Rabbi Pretzky, don't eat it. 
on the holiday of Passover. All right, Jay Booksbaum is here, Royal Wine Kedem, of course. Jay, it's your time to shine. You know, we always say every single year, there are a lot of people out there who have a, a what I would call a sugar problem. They have to pay careful attention to their sugar intake. Others, in fact, have to pay careful attention to their alcohol intake. They should not think that your company has not thought of this in advance, has not made possible or uh, made available through the retailers some delicious wine that does help one control their sugar and alcohol content. Could you expound on this topic, Mr. Booksbound? Yes. First of all, everyone needs to know, <clears throat> especially those who are in the diabetic area that have to be careful about their sugar intake, that alcohol, you have to ask your doctor, but alcohol is equivalent to sugar. It's converted sugar. So you have to be careful wow. that just because it's it's low in sugar doesn't mean the alcohol is necessarily acceptable. Right. Ask your doctor. Many doctors say that it's a little bit different, that it's not as you know, it's not as effectively bad for you as sugar, but again, ask your local doctor. Second um, for those people, and we had this question before, for those people, it's, it's off the topic of sugar, but no it's important. For those people who are interested in non-mavushal, <clears throat> especially with the first seders, some people say especially for the first coast, anything under the Kedem label that is 1.5 liters, anything under the Kedem label that is 1.5 liters is not mavushal. And for those people who want something that's light in alcohol, that also has uh, very little sh- or less sugar in it. Um, also, the, there is uh, wines that say that there's no sugar added, but that they're still sweet, like Matuk Rouge and, Mat- and Matuk Soft and Matuk Rouge Soft. These have sugar, no sugar added to them, but natural sugars in the form of uh, wine or grape juice concentrate. So again, they're probably healthier. Again, this is my me saying this. You have to ask your doctor. But it's probably healthier than you know straight uh, sugar, cane sugar. But it is still in the form of um, concentrate or in the form of um, grape sugar. It's still added to it. <clears throat> Some of the lighter ones are Matuk Rouge and Matuk Kal. Matuk Kal, for example, is 4.5 percent alcohol. Uh, Matuk Rouge Soft is 9% alcohol. Hold on. Let me just make sure. Oh, I thought it was less than that, the Matuk Rouge Soft. Am I wrong? Uh, I'm going to... Where is it? <laughs> I have my list here. Well, I'll get to it. List? You have an encyclopedia of wine in front of you. Oh, my I'll God. How, many co- how much kosher wine is there out there? Uh, there's a lot. There's oh, a lot. Um, look up, so that, those look up are... that wine stock 2013 cab. <laughs> <laughs> See how much that costs. <laughs> Yeah, so a natural sweet Concord is 11.5%. Also, you have Chablis and Burgundy. Chablis is the white, Burgundy is the red. There is zero alcohol added to it. I'm sorry, there's zero sugar added to it, including zero concentrate added to it. So it's completely dry, and there's no sugar added to it, and it's completely fermented out. Whatever, whatever, whatever sugar was in it to begin with is completely fermented out. It is 11% alcohol. Um, so there, there are a whole bunch of them like that. A lot of choices out there. Cabernet Soft is 10% alcohol, and in the 1.5, it's it's not Mavushal. A lot of good choices, <clears throat> but again, 
Alcohol is alcohol. It's converted sugar, so you have to be concerned and careful about that if, you know, sugar is a diabetic kind of problem. Are there, are there chocolate, vanilla, apple, uh, and other types of liqueurs available that are kosher le Pesach? There are. I know there's an Esrog one, right? There are. Look for the Binyamina. Those are uh, all kosher pesach. All kosher pesach. The apple is kosher pesach. The yes. chocolate's kosher pesach. Yes, they're all kosher pesach. That apple is an insane drink. It's great. That is a great, great. drink. If you want to make a martini, you can have two oh nine. Yeah, when the right Schofield and I get together for martinis, we're usually using the <laughs> for calamite or the Saturday night or whatever. So. After I spoke in his shul, he offered me a martini, and we had a very nice time. And of course, all time. dry wines. You know, from Baron Herzog and from Carmel and from all the other Israeli wineries and California and French, etc., are completely fermented. Uh, there is no sugar added by law. There can be no sugar added to them. So those those range in in um, in alcohol levels from about uh, eight nine percent with white Zinfandel to as much as uh, twelve thirteen sixteen percent, but they're completely fermented out. So there is no sugar. Or even concentrate to it, but there is alcohol in it. Boy, does this guy know his wine. Unbelievable. When you get a wine gift bottle from Jay Books from Ray Schoenfeld, you know it's high quality. I hope it won't be 20 bucks. You, you, <laughs> you know that he's chosen a good one for you. My gosh. The Malaga. 201-209-9368. Nescafe French Roast Coffee, one of our listeners wants to know. We did that. And it's a good one, right? No. What? no. It's no good? Nescafe French Roast Coffee is not good. Uh, parchment paper, does it need a certification for Pesach, or does it go under the tinfoil category where you could buy what's least expensive, like when Nachum Siegel goes shopping? You should buy one with a has hashkacha, but it doesn't have to be specifically Pesach. Just it should have a hashkacha, though. Uh-oh. The parchment paper. Uh-oh. Did they take returns on parchment paper <laughs> at, the, at BJ's? The parchment paper has release agents in it, so it's... Uh, oh, yeah, yes, I knew that, Rabbi Gerson. Correct, the release agents is the problem, right? That's correct. Right, sort of like the uh, secret agents. Uh, are all toothpaste good for Pesach? We went through that already. Preferred Plus brand children's ibuprofen and Tylenol. What can the Birnbaums tell us about those two items? Uh, they they should be all right. There you go. Hey, this one's for you, Rabbi Schoenfeld. How do I clean a desktop keyboard for Pesach? That's a good question. After you finish the fish tank, you got to move over to the computer. How do you clean it? How <laughs> do you clean a desktop? How much comments there must be in this keyboard right here? Oh, my gosh. Damn, rag should do it. Yeah, you think so? I would think so. All you got to do is uh, you, you just wet that rag a bit, you roll it over the keyboard, and you're fine. That's right. You don't have to go ahead and use a toothpick on each individual key because there are 26 plus keys, you know. Is that what it is? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What about? I only use about 13 of them. What about your cell phone? Do you take a toothpick and go into every little nook and cranny of your cell phone because of the uh, chametz that might be in it? A cell phone. Are you cleaning your cell phone for for, uh, for Pesach on the uh, air of a cell phone? I'm just looking you at my cell phone. It? Where it could be? Oh, I see. Okay. I've got a flip phone, <laughs> and I keep it did right right bu- next to my tape recorder. Did at you home. buy the refrigerator handle covers yet, Rabbi Schoenfeld? Refrigerator. I did not buy one. You did yet. not buy no, one. No, 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 no. What are you but waiting thank for? You, thank you for reminding it's me. It's Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Rabbi Gersten, is there an OU certified refrigerator handle cover for Pesach? I need to know. <laughs> that you know of. Oh, not that I'm aware of yet. <laughs> I'm sure it'll come out next year. Does Rabbi Gersten know they sell 10 pieces of chametz for you to put around the house? Does he know that at least? In terms of the absurd? Does I think, he know well, that? right. We, and I always wanted the OU to get involved in certifying little 10 pieces <laughs> that it's certified chametz. And you put them out. An OUC. An OUC. An OUC chametz. Right. 
<laughs> We're on to something. Oh, I love it. I'll tell you. Oh, Did you do the drapes yet in the Gersten home? Have the drapes been done for Pesach? Because, you know, if you ask any Alta Yiddish mama, they'll tell you those drapes must be washed and dried before Pesach. Um, we put I, Rebecca Gersten on the spot. Yeah, he doesn't no, want to admit to skipping over the drapes this year. Oh, my gosh. I feel terrible. <laughs> You're on the air. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Thank you very much. Uh, this is the uh, stuff of a Pesach? Yes. <laughs> okay, question, question number one. Uh, uh, plata uh, that you use the rest of the year. You can use it for Pesach also? That was the answer, but Rabbi Gersten... Yes, you should double cover it with two layers of, of aluminum foil. No, because, I mean, you definitely have to clean it good, yeah? Yes. Yep. Yes. And, double, well, and double cover and it. double cover it. And make double, sure it's uh, a safe uh, one. Uh, what, uh, aluminum foil is good? Two layers of aluminum foil. Two layers of aluminum foil. Uh, but the dishwasher uh, liquid, you say, they have uh, new things like a little plastic, a little pad. Pods. Pods. Right? Dishwasher oh. pods. Can you uh, use that on Pesach? Most of them don't have an uh, OU hair. Correct. Uh, you know, as I said before, it, 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 as far as the halach is concerned, it doesn't need a hashgacha, not Pesach, not during the year. Um, but, but for it the depends. Yiddish imams. Yeah, ask you, ask you, uh, you know, Yitzhak Abadi was my, my rub, my Pesach back in the Lakewood days, and I once asked him about um, Brillo. I just lost the OU because they reformulated, and I asked him, can I use Brillo soap pads? I had just gotten married maybe within the first six months. He, sa- he says, yes, you can use it, not Royal Achila, no problem, but ask your wife. <laughs> that was the end of that. No Brillo in my house. Uh, uh, where were you your first Pesach? First Pesach Seder married, where were you? Williamsburg. You were in Williamsburg, mm-hmm. Brooklyn. Yeah, First sure. on Bedford Absolutely. Avenue. With Jay. Wow. That's right. Probably, you probably slept in Jay's room, I would I'm bet. not sure if Jay was at the Seder, but that's where I was. <laughs> <laughs> Jay was collapsing in the back room after the four cups. Yeah, that's he had a whiff of grape juice. <laughs> <laughs> that's where Jay was. You're on the air. Good morning. Whoa, sorry about that. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Whoa, hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Oh, uh, hi, good morning. I had a question about the... Um Cashing at the Keurig, back to the Keurig. Um, I descale mine with Hamid's vinegar, and I also wash out the tank with a Hamid sponge. Are you telling me the machine can still be used on Pesach? And if so, how do I make it kosher for Pesach? Okay, that's an excellent question. Um, yes, the people do descale with vinegar. The, the regular white distilled vinegar that you buy in the store would be kidneys. It's not chametz. Um, but you, of course, it should still be kosher from that as well. So you should, you fill it with water and you boil it through the same way you would. And you, you follow the same technique. 201-209-9368. The app seems to be the most popular of our uh, social media aspects and email aspects of uh, getting to us this morning. So if you want to continue to comment. I can't believe no one asked about a cure for arteria monochromia. What is that? Oh, well, it's a... Uh uh, it's it's a well known disease that affected boxers, but we'll some other time. So why would people ask about that? I don't get it. Because it was it was common in the 1950s and may not have been totally cured in this day and age, and the people need a cure for it. But some other time. Does this have anything to do with Pesach? It, well, if you need to have a kosher Pesach cure for arteria monochromia, it does. But is this is this an attempt at the boxing? Have you been drinking? Or? I, I'm so completely confused. All right, some other time. It was an attempt at a joke, or this is no, 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 no. This is a serious this is matter. A serious, but well, okay. Some next year we'll discuss it. Wow, hmm. looks like we've stumbled onto a serious topic. You're on the air with Harry Schoenfeld and Company. Good morning. 
Good morning, Nahum. Go right ahead, Dave. Good morning, Rabbi Schoenfeld and Company. Is this David from Irvington? Yes, it is. Oh, I'm honored. I am honored. <laughs> the, the pleasure is all mine. Oh. You know, I, I just want to say that I know you're, you know, busy with Pesach questions, but I just want to take this opportunity to wish you and all my Jewish friends a decent Pesach. Is Jay among your Jewish friends? Absolutely. Just checking. Absolutely. Jay, L'chaim to Dave. L'chaim, Dave. And I, I just want to say that um, in lieu of the uh, the recent tragedy that took place in Brooklyn, let you know, let's be extremely careful when you burn your hummets. You know, um, you want to perform the mitzvah with as much safety as possible. You know, because I, I don't want to hear over the holiday that we lost more precious lives because of fire. Well said. Amen. Well said. Very nice. Sounded very rabbinic on that, Dave. I appreciate that very much, and our community appreciates it. And, yes, everybody, smoke detectors, fire extinguishers, safety, bedikas chametz, candles, urns, platas, lots, lots of hot water and, and boiling stuff on top of the stove that can be pulled down. Kids away from the oven. Oh my God, the list is on the candles. Candle. Regular candles, yuntif candles, Badika's Chametz candles. Well, some are saying we should in- increase the use of flashlights. Right, for Badika's Chametz. A, lo- a lot of great safety measures, but you got to be really on top of it. Every family do what needs to be done in order to protect our children. 201 209 and ourselves. 201 209 9368. You're on the air. Good morning. Like to know what, uh, what your opinion is on the counter cabinet tape that sells for five ninety nine with a hashkocha. Counter cabinet tape has a hashkocha on it, and you're yelling at me about aluminum foil. <laughs> <laughs> what is your? I know what Rabbi Shofel's opinion is, but I'd love him for him to express it. Go right ahead, Rabbi. What do you think of the five ninety nine counter tape that's being sold with a hashkocha on it? Um, it would, I, I don't know the hashkacha, but I uh, uh, somebody is, is doing well with, with the hashkacha. <laughs> but it the... sounds like it, it would be fine to me even without the hashkacha. You mean regular masking tape might be okay? Might, you're just might be or all duct right. tape, for instance, might be all right. Duct tape just yeah. it could. Do be... paper towels need hashkacha, Rabbi Gersten? Oh. Let's see where Rabbi Gersten no, falls. Paper on towels this. are fine. What? Um, what? Yeah, paper towels. What? Are fine. The, some people are careful. The the first uh, first one, the last one, because the extra glue that's on them, uh, not to use those. But the rest of the paper towels, yeah, it's only in the book. Hey, anybody that's not using the first and last sheet, can you send it to my house? I can make an entire roll out of those. Two zero one two zero nine nine three six eight. Hi, you're on. Hi, good morning. Thank good morning. you. Thank you. I want to ask about three um, medications. Go right ahead. That's four of the staff and calcium. That's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, omeprazole. Omeprazole is fine too. That's good. And meloxicam. That's fine too. How do you like that? Three for three. Nice job. You're batting a thousand. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Yes. Hi. First, first of all, I just want to wish everybody a chag Also, I want to know: Are there caffeine-free Pepsi cans available for Pesach? What free? Say it again. Caffeine-free. Caffeine-free. Pants for Pesach. Are they available? Pants? <laughs> what, soda you mean? Yeah. Caffeine-free sodas or such a thing with a yellow cap. Does it still have a yellow cap, the Coachella Pesach soda? Yeah, the Coke should be making that. I do believe Coke has yellow cap, right? Yeah. Look at look so for this the Coke, cap. this Diet Coke. Is there anything else or that's it? Is there any caffeine-free? She was asking about, were you asking about Pepsi, caller? I'm asking about Pepsi cans, like, you know, like for Homite, you know, like... Yeah, you'd, ha- you'd have to uh, call the Huff, the Huff K for that. Huff K that's does a, the Pepsi? A, yes, Huff K does Pepsi. You have to get in touch with them. I, I just, we don't know here. 
Is there a diet? There's a diet coke for Pesach. We don't know if there's a caffeine-free diet coke. There is none. No, no. no is there a Sprite coke. product for Pesach or not? I don't think so. That's it. Just coke and diet coke. Those are my choices for the seder. Coke and diet coke. Well, you have Dr. Brown. That's caffeine-free. They also free. have the, no the black cherry Dr. Brown's coke <laughs> for Pesach. Thank I don't think there's any caffeine in that. Boy, you know, in the old country, we had a lot more soda choices than just coke and diet coke. Or my Schoenfeld. It's ridiculous. Yeah, right. This is what it takes to observe Pesach in 2015, limiting myself to two choices we of soda. Buy, my father used to buy the Kerem <laughs> raspberry syrup. Oh, Himbersaft. Himbersaft. With some seltzer. Oh, that must have been good. Oh, with Saratoga Vichy water. Oh, that must have been good. With some Schlimmitz, no? That must have been the greatest. Do they still that was, sell it? That was Pesach when Pesach yeah. was. Himbazaft, I mean, uh, yes, the, the raspberry syrup it. is still available. I think uh, Saratoga is still available. I don't think it's no. quite as salty. No. Saratoga is no longer available? Wow. No. Send the case of the raspberry syrup over to Rabbi, Rabbi Schoenfeld. Yes, please. Because it will bring back Along great, with the great memories for him. How do you clean a single electric burner? Same thing as a regular burner, like you described earlier? Well, electric burners are easiest. You just turn them on, and they glow red, and then that's it. They're kashered. Uh, can you use the instant hot on the Poland Spring dispenser? We've addressed this before. Rabbi Schoenfeld says that you probably could, probably, depending on the situation of where the public water cooler is and how it's oh, utilized. We did not address it this year. I know. I'm saying you've oh. said this in the past. Yeah, but whoa, whoa, you, whoa, whoa, whoa. The, the, hot, the hot dispenser doesn't need to be kosher because you can put oatmeal underneath it, instant oatmeal. The steam rises, makes that hummus. Right. So, well, yeah, so it has to be kosher. Correct. Oh, okay. No, but what I was going to say was that in the past you've indicated that if a water cooler is in a situation where it never comes into contact with food, I don't know, like people are literally using it just to fill cups of water, and it's never, there are water coolers like that. Yeah. That people, that that you would say you might be able to use on Pesach. I would say you could, But you would say, hey, it's Pesach, you know, the the whole thing. (laughs) On the hot water thing, I believe in the past you've recommended not to use it. Uh, yeah, because you never know, guys right. putting a, a hot hummus curry cup underneath. You don't you play know. games with the hot water on That's peso. Correct. Simple as that. Or do what I said earlier. Just don't have anything hot the entire the entire week. Yes, Jay. Just I have one of those coolers at my house with a five gallon. You know, jug on top. And we'll be hiding that for Pesach. We'll be putting that in your garage. No, so I can use that as long as I Sorry, use the, Jay. the cool and the... Throw a towel over it, tape it up, sell can it with the hummus. Seriously, can I Do not allow this on my airwaves. Do not allow Jay to utilize his water cooler. Jay, talk to me privately. <laughs> <laughs> can he use it? He probably could, right? The cold, yes. He could use it. Yeah, right. You know we're trying to give Jay a hard Should time. Should I change the, I, the bottle? Is like half full. Should I change the bottle, or can we Ooh, go right into Pesach? Now, now this is an interesting. And when do you change the bottle? Do you do it Friday morning? Do you do it at the Zman Chametz? Do you do it in the afternoon? This is a very. This is an interesting halachic query. Well, uh, you know, for those of you who live in rural areas, wherever you have a giant water tank feeds the town, you're not asking them to change the water tank. Uh, it's really this is really no different. So if your <coughs> deer park, whatever water you're using, is half full, you can use the same water. It's not a problem. But again, for the cold, for the cold only. Very interesting. Uh, is generic slow release iron kidneyus or chametz? I, I would go with kidneyus. The slow released iron would be kidneyus. But if it's, again a medical problem, I would take it. Is and if you don't mind, Nachum, sure. I just want to give a quick shout out to Moshe Hershkowitz and the carpool that's going to Chafetz Chaim. That you have a wonderful day. Is there a non-dairy milk that's good for Pesach? 
Well, Harmon Breeze is, uh, is, if you look at the back, Rabbi Gerson will we'll look it up now. There's a whole list of um, soy and almond products. As obviously, we're addressing people who have a, a health need for it. Um, but uh, there, you'll you'll find the almond breeze. Here you go, uh, page one hundred one in the in the um, uh, in the directory. Um, uh, let me just read what the OU says. The product brands listed below are not certified kosher for Passover. Let's emphasize that by the OU. Nonetheless, the OU has identified these products as halakhically acceptable for infants and those who are ill. So if you're in that group, you do have uh, quite a number of almond breeze, uh, various types, almond D's, essential every day, etc., etc. You can look up the list, page 101 in the directory. There you go. By the way, someone commented on your Dasani water thing. Yes. They said they think the problem was that the fancy waters have salt as an additive, and they thought that that was the problem, was the... Uh was the salt additive? Salt in the water. Does that make sense? That Sounds would be different than the. Uh, to me. Um, okay, I, I just I don't I was po- I posed the question, so I, I just don't know. But that's okay. interesting. Okay, and the other thing I wanted to mention. They used to put salt in club soda. Sometimes you'll be actually in the bottle. But uh, but an old salsa delivery man who's now gone many years, but told my father they, they actually used to add a little salt to make you thirstier. So you drink more <laughs> seltzer all the time. <laughs> I'll tell you, uh, Empire Ground Turkey. Does it need a special OUP? Or can you just use OU Empire Ground Turkey, Rabbi Gersten? Um, just I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. It, it probably is listed somewhere in the book here. Hmm. Um, ground hmm. products usually should have a special kosher pesach because of the, uh, you know, because they're processed. Um, but I'm not sure about the Empire brand whether it does need that or not. I, I, I'd have to Larry and Ronnie, Micronor, Omnicef, and Monolukistat. All good. Wow, three for three. Pretty amazing. Is there a Pesach-friendly lactate alternative? Well, you said just uh, wrap up the lactate and take the pill, right? That's what you said. They used to take, be. Take they the pill. Used there used to be lactase. There used to be lactase, but it's not around anymore. No. Uh, so I see in the book over here, um, it says that the Empire Poultry raw, unprocessed, including the ground, is acceptable for Pesach. Very nice. There you go. Makes your shopping a little easier, folks. I like that. Um, Frida makes a kosher Pesach vitamin C and B12. True or false? One of our listeners is asking. Because they said that they heard that it's made, but they can't find it anywhere. I say false. You say false. Nice. Larry, on top of that one, you're on the air. Good morning. Hi, good morning. I wanted to know about the instant Starbucks coffee. I'm sorry if you said it already and I didn't hear. The Columbia and the regular, like the Via Packs. Instant Starbucks. The the Via Packs, um, if it's unflavored, they're acceptable for Pesach. There you go. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Hello, hello, hello. And hi, you're on the air. Good morning. And that takes care of that. All right, let's uh, start telling people how to uh, get their Pesach product uh, problems and questions answered over the next couple of days. Rabbi Gersten, uh, phone numbers, email addresses. Uh, how would you like people to communicate with the OU if they have a question after today's show? Okay, they can call the OU hotline. The phone number is 212-613-8241. Okay, that's 212-613-8241, and that gives you a live person to speak to. Otherwise, you can email questions to kosherq at ou.org, and um, the, that's the uh, access to the Weber Rebbe. And they, the Weber Rebbe. That's right. And the Weber Rebbe will hopefully get the you Does he take Fitlock, the Weber Rebbe, or not? Of course. He does take Fitlock, the virtual right. Fitlock, or real money? <laughs> 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 
Larry and Ronnie Birnbaum, the best way for people to find out if a specific medication is good for Pesach? Uh, JDrugsRx.com, um, uh, .gmail.com. Uh, uh, the website is a good place to send us information, or jdrugs at uh, gmail.com. And the phone number at the store, 718-258-6686. Please be a little patient. We're, Baruch Hashem, a little busy before Yantaf. Pre-Pesach Rosh. Also, there, besides Larry and myself, there are everybody. Is, is very, very well versed in answering the Pesach Shilas. Very often we have people say that they must be to one of us <laughs> and we can't possibly, especially since we're leaving tomorrow, we can't possibly <laughs> answer all of the phone calls that come through. But we have an excellent staff, starting with Andrew and Zev and Jeremy and Simcha and, and Alex, Alex and, and many others all together who are very, very capable and very, very well versed in what's, uh, what's perfectly okay to use and what's um, what would be the kitten use issues so please feel free to pick their brains use them as you would use us the burn bams have no vitamin d problem they'll be in florida for pesach uh, baruch hashem baruch hashem rabbi schoenfeld we'll see you monday six flags uh, it'll be fun as usual uh, i love when you go on the bungee jump ride and you uh <laughs> you create all that excitement throughout the entire park. It's always a wonderful sight and a sure real Simchas Yantif. Absolutely. Uh, so we hope to see you Monday. And Together continue. with Rabbi Gersten. Yes, right? Rabbi Gersten will be right next to you, of course, and uh, he'll be next online at the bungee jump. Mm. And uh, enjoy your uh, your Pesach. I assume you'll be at the Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills. That's where you'll be appearing this Pesach. Absolutely, I'll be appearing there, yes. Uh, any major drushes coming up, or the first and second day, because of the length of the Seder, you have uh, well, mercy on your community. I do you have mercy on them, and they have uh, mercy on me. Hope, but uh, we, we have to say something. You will say something. Oh, He's sure. a rabbi. Yeah, yeah, he'll have to say something. Uh, well, we, uh, one day, one day we say. I look forward to seeing you next week, and wish you a Chag Kosher V'Sameach as well. And, of course, Rabbi Gersten. Thank you, you too. And Jay Booksbaum, he gets the final word this morning because uh, he wants everyone to have a joyous, festive, and wonderful yontav, a safe yontav, of course, and to enjoy the, I don't know, hundreds, thousands, I don't know how many varieties of wine. What did you tell the Wall Street Journal how many varieties of wine you come in contact with? On it? Oh, there's, there's... Did they ask you that? Did they ask you the yeah, number? Yeah. What did you tell them? There's probably close to, with us, over 500 different SKUs, but... It could be close to a thousand worldwide. Pretty amazing, and uh, a lot of new developments always. There's one thing I learned from that article, and we've learned this from you before because we have the privilege of actually speaking to you live in the studio. If we've learned one thing, there's always something new coming around the corner. Always, and that means that uh, I don't know. At some point, you'll let us know. Be, have fun, experiment. Uh, you don't have to be as careful since everybody's staying home and hopefully going straight to bed after Thank the God. seder. But uh, still. You know, be careful and don't over overdo it. And know. Jay Bookspan will start the Seder. I think she asked this question. Yeah. With which bottle of wine this year? So what I said to the lady at the Wall Street Journal, I'll say here today. Um, I'm going to go down to my cellar yeah. right before Yontif. I'm going to look around and see what is ready to drink and have fun with it. You ever see the cellar? I'm sure that'll include something from California. From the Herzogs and something from Israel, for sure. You ever see the cellar, Robert Schoenfeld? Quite an extensive. I don't let him down there. Quite an extensive Jay, wine you, cellar. You huh? have a cellar? Where, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> he wants to know where you keep the Batuk Kal, Jay. <laughs> That's what Rabbi Schoenfeld wants to know. So check it out. The retailers get a special shout-out because they're working extra hard. Because I, I, I would assume there's no time of the year like Purim Pesach when it comes to cases of wine leaving stores, right? The next two days is going to be ma- Bedlam. Really? <clears throat> yeah. 
You mean I got to go to Leo today? Yeah, everybody's got their raw materials for their meat and their chicken yeah. and their potatoes Onions. and all that stuff. But wine seems to, you know, often go to the end. Right. You know? Which I got that you use rubbish on for? Uh, you know what? I use either the, the, the plainest Haggadah, um, generic Haggadah. I don't, I don't believe it. Uh, but for, I use a lot the Haggadah of Soloveitchik, uh, Rabbi Yashabar Soloveitchik. There you go. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a, just an excellent thing with them. The Torah there is beyond. Amazing. I thank you all. Thank you to the Birnbaums, Chai Kosher Vesameach, Rabbi Gershon, Rabbi Schoenfeld, Chai Kosher Vesameach, Jay Booksbaum, Chai Kosher Vesameach, and a big shout-out to our friends over at Kedem. Uh, they'll have plenty of products on that uh, Pesach Seder table this coming Friday night. Uh, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial. Broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. And that will wrap up, I think, hang on, that will wrap up our Pesach Products Program for, there we go, that'll wrap up our Pesach Products Program for 5775. Contact the OU for any more questions. You could refer to Jay Booksbaum and our friends over at Kedem for your wine questions for the Seder. And, of course, uh, our friends at J Drugs for any medications, etc., now we're getting serious. Now that the Pesach Products Program is over, we all know that Pesach is hours away. The countdown begins. The pressure increases. You know, I don't feel guilty doing this because it's three days away. It's bad when I do it two months ago, but now it's fine. Pesach's right around the corner. Tomorrow we'll explore some of the great Cholamoid events. Your Achmiel Begun's going to be joining us with his brand new album and plenty more. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.